What's poppin', what's going on? It is Charlie checking in for the first time on this new type of podcast thing I'm doing. Um, I don't even know the fucking name of this hoe yet. Uh, it could be Charming Charlie. It could be Convos with Charlie or I don't fucking know. But we will get to that another time. But, um... We're going to talk about everything. We're going to be real about everything up on here. So, yeah. Uh, Let's get into it. I actually have Mackenzie on the phone right now checking in as my very first guest. Uh, What's popping, mama? Well, I'm honored to be your first guest. All right, all right. So, tell the people a little bit about yourself. You would put me on the spot like that. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what do you want to know? I don't see. Um, tell them, like, what do you do? Um, your name and where they can find you on social media. Okay. Well, my name is Mackenzie. I... I'm currently working at Ulta, striving to become an esthetician. Uh, on the side, I do a little bit of painting. She and, dope, y'all, by the way. She dope. <laughs> you know, I try. I try. Uh, but as far as social media goes, uh, Instagram is Mackenzie with an A underscore Cheyenne. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's... M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E underscore C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. That's right. Spelling B champ in the house. <laughs> you know, not a lot of people get that right. And I, I mean, I don't really get it. <laughs> I mean, I, to give people fair like credit and whatnot, it's spelling can be fucking confusing like i ain't even gonna hold you that shit can be fucking confusing sometimes because people not only spell their name different ways but just a lot of words just sound stupid as hell like they, a lot of words just sound stupid and then you spell it and you're like why the fuck is it spelled this way like it make why why is phone spelled p-h-o-n-e like just spell it f-o-n-e like it's just a lot of shit to just like, okay, like. You know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The English language is, can be quite difficult. Yeah, it is. It's fucking barbaric. It's savage. But, um, one thing about Mackenzie, y'all, uh, that you guys should know is that I met Mackenzie when she was white. <laughs> I met Mackenzie when she was white, and I know that sounds kind of confusing, but so here's the thing. Um, Mackenzie is biracial. She's black and she's white, but there was no technical proof of that because both of her parents that she was raised by are white, and the first time I seen her, I, I was like, uh, you got some type of nigga in you. Like, you, you, 
There ain't no way you convincing me. There ain't no chance in hell you convincing me like you a straight up white because you got some type of nigga in you. I can tell you that right now. And um, she was like, no, I believe you. I just don't know. Da, 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 da. Both of my parents was raised by was white. Da, 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 da. But not too long ago, um, there was recent developments and whatnot and some tests done and everything. And, of course, they came back saying that she was biracial, half black, half white. If we're getting super technical, of course, like, you know, half black and like uh, like some Native American and some white. But, yeah, um, how does that make you feel? Did that change anything, like, with your family? I know when you had first told me about these test results, like, it was like, yo, but, like, I don't know. Did you share that information with any friends or family, and how did that make them feel? How did that change, if it changed anything? Um... Well, it definitely changed some things with my mom. That's always been kind of iffy, though. And my older half-brother, I told him, and he actually ended up doing um, a genetic testing as well because he got curious. And, you know, the the 23andMe, the genetic test, they're, they're pretty interesting. But I would never suggest doing that unless you're okay with uh, deep, dark family secrets coming out. Because it can, it can throw some, throw some things off. Um, see, I found out that my father is not my father, although he will always be the only child I've known. Mm. So, I mean, it changes some things, but not the things that matter. I mean, the in the climate that we're in right now especially up in this country with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and with, like, not only black individuals being more proud to be who they are and speaking out and all these things, but even, like, some white individuals who are, like, prejudiced or racist speaking out even more boldly than what they usually will. Um how does that affect you and your family like with this new information that you have received not too long ago to was like oh yeah this is me well i mean it definitely has been a pretty big change on my part because, I mean, just this past year, I've learned a lot about myself, about, you know, my culture and everything. But as far as changing things with my family, um, really the only family that I, you know, talk to or anything, thankfully, they may be white, but they're, for the most part, on the good side. we struggling with my father a little bit. You know that. Um, but he's been really open to having conversations and learning from me as I learn as well. So. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, I can only imagine that is a pretty difficult and intricate type of conversation and just reality to kind of set in, um, especially in case y'all didn't know, 
what makes this even more interesting is the fact that when I first met Mackenzie, she was telling me a little bit about her family because I was like, nah, I think you mixed with black. Like, this is before her test. And she was telling me, yeah, it'd be crazy if I am because my grandpa, I think it's, she said her grandpa or great-grandpa is like some like grand dragon master of like the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, that would be my grandfather on my mom's side. Yeah, her grandpa. Her grandpa is like some great dragon master of the Ku Klux Klan. Like, so he's like, I guess, kind of high up in some region of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, isn't irony a motherfucker? Because, <laughs> long behold, uh, his daughter was out here with the jungle fever, you know? <laughs> Um, apparently, and so that produced Mackenzie, uh, light-skinned ass, which is why I just immediately knew, you not white, bro, you not white. No, not at all. I don't know, but you know, they they had a lot of people convinced for a really long time, so, I don't know how they did it, but... I don't know how they did it either because it's like it's obviously you're not fully black but it's like nah you're not white you're light skin and like your lips are like a kind of full and like it's it's just certain features on you just like nah like you you have some nigga in you for sure absolutely for sure for sure mm-hmm. oh I just really thought of something cool. I just really thought of something cool. Okay, so in case y'all didn't know, um, I also got another podcast called The Knob Heads with my good friend David Acuno. And we actually talk about various different subjects, various different things. And we usually, um, like 75% of the time, have a guest on there talking about whatever subject we're talking about, whether it's um, dating, sex, pop culture, some issues going on at hand with the community, um, celebrity gossip, whatever is, you know, just fits the bill at the time. But, yeah, I just thought of something that I'm going to try right here on the spot. I am about to be like, um, what's that damn show called? It used to come on Adult Swim. Uh, it was like Space Ghost something. It was something like that. <laughs> but I can't remember. It was Space Ghost something. I don't know. But he have his own talk show and they have multiple guests and whatnot. So I was like, why not do that with my shit? So, but anyways, I digress. I'm sorry. Anyways, Mackenzie. Now we gotta get to some juicy shit. Oh no. Okay. Oh yes. Are you ready? Sure. You're Why not, not. You're not ready, but it's okay, cause most people aren't ready for life. Anyways, so one thing about Charlie, in case you guys didn't know, I am all about like just talking about dating talking about intimacy and talking about just sex in all aspects including not only like the physical like freaky side but also the sexual health 
and just sexual risk and things like that. X Y Z. Um. So Mackenzie, why don't you tell us when it comes to dating? What is the very first thing you notice about a man? Like when you see a guy, like let's say, let's say you're at a bar. What do you? What is the first thing you focus on in that, at, at, like on a man when you like out and about and whatnot, or if he comes to you or whatever? Oh, any first thing I notice? Yeah. I mean, if he's approaching me, it's going to be how he carries himself and how he speaks to me. But if I'm just looking across the room, I'm looking at the eyes and the hair. The eyes and the hair. So his eye shape, eye color, his hair color, hair texture, if he's like clean, shaving, like, or if he had a haircut anytime soon. Things like that. Uh, I, I like dark eyes and, you know, just clean cut. Looks like he takes care of himself. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense, makes sense, mm-hmm. makes sense. All right. And with this man, let's say he's clean cut, look like he take care of himself and whatnot. All right. How soon, let's say y'all spark it up, y'all like having a good time, having a good convo, this, that, and the other, da, 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 How soon are you, well, first I ask, how important is sex in your dating life? Uh, I mean, it's pretty important to have a healthy sexual relationship. You know, it doesn't have to be all the time, but, you know, at least some understanding, being able to have a conversation about it. One through ten, what, how important is, like, your sex life? How important is sex in a relationship, one through ten, to you? And we don't cap on Charlie's podcast. <laughs> we don't lie. I'm going to say a seven. Okay, a seven. A seven, which is like, oh, it's important. It's not everything in the world, but it's important. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So how soon, if you start to get involved with a guy or talk to a guy or whatever, things like that, um, how soon do you think, oh, if there isn't, if there, if, you know, there's a time limit or time period or whatever, how soon are you making them wait, you know, for any type of sexual behavior to happen? That's, that really depends on how things go. Right. Meaning, if, you know, everything's good, we're vibing, and everybody's comfortable, it could happen right then. If not, it might have to wait a little bit, if it happens at all. Makes sense, makes sense. I am a firm believer in everybody's personal relationship with somebody is a case-by-case basis. You can't have a set limit upon somebody and how you interact with them. Like, you can't have it the same as everybody else because 
nobody's the same. Everybody gives you different vibes. Everybody gives you different expectations. Everybody gives you different type of just energy. So I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer in that. So, Mackenzie, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually call another guest and we may come back we may come back to you because like i said this is this is some random ass shit i'm doing and we're just gonna see where it goes okay i'm down all right speak to you later all righty bye bye that was Mackenzie, y'all good friend she's always cool people conversation and just have a good time with I want to call David Lowkey that's the podcast host from the Knob Heads with his Knob Head ass let's see if he answers if he don't answer here bitch Yo, what's going on? You are live on Charming Charlie's podcast right now. So, what's popping, bro? Well, I'm happy to be here. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, he's covering up his accent, y'all. In case y'all didn't know, David, like I said, is the co-host of the Novice podcast. If you ever listen to that, he is obviously... From the UK, the more, the, more, the more attractive, the more attractive one. Obviously, the more attractive. I mean, they can't see us most of the time. But... Yeah, but just just so they know, the more attractive one. Uh, so you're doing a, a podcast right now, for real? Yeah, dead ass. I'm live right now. Tight. Okay. Did you want to ask me some questions? What's uh, what's the show? Um, what are we so doing? This is the very first episode. I'm low key, like just winging the fuck out of this like but i right. just i just right and you, and you thought you'd bring on a veteran a stone cold ah, veteran like your boy david there it goes there it goes you're welcome there it goes <laughs> he's always ribbing and poking that's the fun <clears throat> all right so um what do you want from me well, first, let me ask, bro. Let me ask, like, how was your Mother's Day? In case you guys didn't know, this is Mother's Day today. And, uh-huh. you know, I obviously spent time with my mom. Like, I gave her uh-huh. gifts on Saturday and stuff. And then after work, I spent some time with her and everything. But, yeah, so uh-huh. yeah, how was your Mother's Day, bro? Uh, it was good. Um, I mean, it was, it was good-ish. Uh, we basically got her a bunch of food. Um, I've been so busy this last week into this weekend and into next week because I've got so much coursework and like exams to do for my classes. So I haven't had time to like clean the place and, and really do stuff to make her feel special. But uh, we got her some good food. We got her some uh, Karma Kalachis. Um, that's a favorite spot of ours. <clears throat> and my sister got her like, a, I don't know, I think it was Lubies for lunch. So it was mostly just buying her food to be honest and making sure she doesn't have to do anything i thought there's gonna be some jollof rice in there somewhere you know no time to cook man 
Like I, I have almost zero time this weekend. In case you guys didn't know, David doesn't know his cultural identity because now nah, that's that's I'm just playing. He really does know his cultural identity, but all I'm saying is David is fucking. He's Nigerian, right? Who is from the UK, right? So obviously y'all yeah. hear the British accent, but. Then he moved to America and he's living in America. Probably will like continue to live in America. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like you and your family just all over. Got you. Got you. Yeah, man. We are geographical sluts and we don't give a fuck. Y'all are citizens of the world, as Andre would say. Yeah. Um. My my brother and sister and mother just got their citizenships. FYI for the US, so that's exciting. I didn't get mine because I took a trip to Tulum um, within two weeks of. Because uh, you're not worthy. Because you're not worthy. <clears throat> no, they, they just want they want me to come back another time. Um, you know, I guess they want to do something special for me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I haven't got my citizenship yet, but they have, so they they are dual citizens at the moment, and I'm still just the UK. But yeah, to your point, um, I've never been to Nigeria, so the only Nigeria I have, of course, is in my blood and my genes, <clears throat> but also in my upbringing because my parents are stone cold African. Um, but yeah, I, I was born and raised till 21 in London, so I'm I'm predominantly a Londoner that just lives here with you guys. Pretty you dominant, know, so. a Londoner who just lives here with you, mate. You know, lives just... here amongst you. Amongst, yeah. <clears throat> amongst you, mates, who... I come from the place where we wear jogger suits and walk around with pocket knives. Oh, that's what the gangsters do. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you, your accent isn't getting any better. Since <laughs> 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 the first time you've done it. No way, you dude. Know you're this do time. you... Do you, you do you and it shows. Do, and it shows. <laughs> do your do your Houston or do, do your American, American accent because I want people to hear oh, how God. horrible it is. <clears throat> alright, I, I gotta do some vocal warm-ups. Give me a second. Alright, alright, alright. Um <clears throat> Okay. I'm ready. Ask me a question. Um Okay, so what is your favorite type of food to eat? Oh, food. Um, <clears throat> I'm really a, a, a fan of uh, a sushi be hitting, bro. Sushi really be hitting, bro. I went to a sushi place last night, and mm, it was like Japanese sushi. It was, it was the good stuff, bro. I, I, I do like me some sushi. Uh, what else? Uh, this motherfucker does not sound like you. <laughs> you sound like you sound like a nigga who like who don't know where he from. I swear to God, <laughs> you sound like a nigga who like, like an alien that's trying to play along. Exactly. I was trying to, I was trying to throw in the the bro as well. I see. I see. Sometimes I think I get it, but I don't know, because I'm inside my body, and I don't hear myself the same way other people hear me. That time, I didn't feel like I got it. All right. But now I want, now I want to practice for next time. Okay, okay. So, I got my I got my good friend on the phone, y'all. So, obviously, he, 
Let me tell y'all, he likes to play devil's advocate. Any fucking thing you say, he's going to have a rebuttal. You could say 2 plus 2 equals 4, and he's going to be like, I mean, but does it? Like, he has to argue with every fucking thing I say. That's not true. He just has to have his own opinion that's different from whatever you say. It could be anything. You could... This man just said he's Nigerian. You could fucking tell him, oh, you're Nigerian. He'd be like, but am I, though? If you think about that's it, not, this like, is this, true. this, this is, is this. Of my character, and I won't allow it. I won't allow it, sir. But what I say I this. No, no, no. No. I say this. I say this, you guys, because it makes for good conversation, though, because some valid points he does bring up as devil's advocate. Like, you know, thinking from another side. How, how much thinking. percent of the time would you say it's it's uh, it's valid reasoning that I, I go down? Honestly. Honestly, if we being like honest, honest, uh, like 30 to 40%. <laughs> 30 to 40%. Because I ain't going to hold you, though. That's why I say, like, sometimes you'll say some shit and I'm like... I never thought about it from that point of view. Actually, that is cool. Like to think about it like that. But then most of the time, of the time, but most uh, of the time, I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That is not like. Can you give me an give me an example? You are, bro. Like, no. I wish I wish I could cite. It's really almost anything. Like, I could fucking say something about like fucking dating like i know that's one thing we differ upon a lot of the time like dating as far as like what's expected um of the man and well of the man and woman um when it comes to like uh just in itself going on a date or also like sex and how soon and sex on the first date Just yeah, just in general dating or whatever. I know some things we agree upon, but a lot of things we don't. So it's just like yeah, that's we just have different perspectives. Because I mean, in the dating, how to um, how to how would you say conduct yourself in the dating sphere? That's really your prerogative. And I'm more traditional. You're more modern. Yeah, I'm more with the times, and you're more with tradition. You're more. I mean, that's. A uh, a regressive type of dating. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't say regressive. I would say traditional. Because, I mean, there's reasons for... I I think there's You know know why I would say regressive? (laughs) Go ahead. Because, okay, let's break it down, you guys. What's what's tradition? Tradition means, like, upholding, like, you know, old customs and whatnot and stuff. Right? Yeah. Regressive, yeah, including like waiting to have sex not so soon. Wait, 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 bro. We're talking about just the definition in general. Tradition is upholding old customs. Regressive. Okay, so you want to talk about it reg- in total, not just in data? Regressive means to go back, right? Yes. To go back. So. Yeah. Just like it says, regressive, which is the opposite of progressive, which means to go forward. So. Yeah. I, the reason why I said he looks at it as traditional and I look at it as regressive is because the world in itself has changed into a state of, or the dating world in itself has changed into a state to where to literally 
do the same type of quote unquote traditional dating is in reality regressive. And the reason why is because David is the type to feel like, oh, like a woman, nah, I don't know how I feel about a woman who's having sex on the first date and now nah, like I'm the type of man to where it's like no matter who what and where happened or how we got to the date like I'm gonna pay for the first date and he's the type of like you know the man is the protector the provider this you know all those traditional type of things that comes with traditional dating and whatnot and I'm the type that thinks, like he says, more modern to where it's like, um, well, I see your point, David, but this isn't the 1930s and like a lot of things that was going on dating wise and the customs that we did back then don't make sense to do nowadays, including like always footing the bill, like a man always putting the bill in XYZ. Um, yeah. <clears throat> including, like, a woman waiting for sex. Like, you know, right. with not being okay on the first date and stuff. And I am I am for just straight up fact. I mean, we were not talk about straight up fact. Like, a man is 95% of the time bigger, stronger than a woman, XYZ, this, that, and other. So when it comes to the protective part, I am on board with that. Yeah, like, the man should protect the woman like it just makes sense period but um the provider part like oh yeah the man needs to like handle all the finances xyz this that and other not on board with that i'm more so on the like no this is a partnership this is on some 50 50 type shit like you bugging and whatnot and i say all this i say all this and i say it's regressive because in a world where women, especially black women, but women are making more money, like especially, like I said, black women are making more money than their male counterparts, like in this country and whatnot, which is an important factor too. Let me put that layer up on there, in this country, because in other parts of the world, it's still a totally male dominated world. Um, in this country, it's still mostly male-dominated, but not to the degree as everywhere else. Like, in the times we live in now, like, it is, it is a, it's, it's the go time for women right now. It's the go time for women to just do it all right now. Um, but yeah, but uh, black women are like, they're the most in all races in this country honestly black women are the most educated uh race in this country they lead the world in entrepreneur i mean i think in the in the world too but i know for sure they lead this country in entrepreneurs and whatnot they make more money than the average black man um yeah they are out here they're being successful they're consistently to this day like gaining more executive positions and everything else so what the fuck do I look like like footing all the bills for every date and like 
fucking like, oh yeah, I got the rent and all the bills too and stuff and all that. Like, you just gotta worry about cooking and cleaning and stuff and all. It's like, what? Like, you make as much, if not more, than me. We're gonna split these bills 50 50, okay? Because I go to work like you go to work and whatnot. Just like I don't expect you to always fucking do the dishes and fold the clothes and X, Y, Z and stuff. It's like, no, like, it's, I'm a grown man. I can take care of myself as well. I can cook for myself and feed myself. I can feed you and the kids as well. I can do the dishes. I can fucking fold clothes, all that shit. Like, yeah, this is, this is a partnership. This is not no traditional ass, like, oh, I'm the provider, I pay for most things type shit. Like, that's ridiculous when we literally make the same and, or you make more than me. Like, that's, if, if two people make, let's say, hypothetically, two people make $50,000 a year, the man is paying for majority of financial things. What the fuck is the woman doing with all her money? Please tell me, what the fuck is she doing with all her money? Because the man still got to get his own haircut, got to pay all these bills and stuff, rent, utilities, like fucking getting her nails, her hair done, X, Y, Z, this, that, and the other. Even if he didn't pay to get her nails and hair done, it's like, oh, okay. So you're saying I got to take care of the house that we both live in and myself. Meanwhile, you just have to spend the money on yourself. Got you. How is this a partnership again? But anyways, I've, I've been talking yeah. too much. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. Uh, okay, so what I'll say to that is I, I appreciate that perspective when you're talking about a relationship which is, um, you know, two earners or two similar earners that make about the same amount of money. Or if she makes more. 100%. I appreciate that perspective because, yeah, you're earning just as much, even maybe less than your partner so it doesn't really make sense for you to be trying to provide everything and, and spend your money where she has money just fine um what i will say is that hmm i think my um my idea of the most successful man and woman relationship is where the man is earning more it just is um and he can because of that fit into the role of being the provider and the protector a lot more easily um <clears throat> but let's go back to you you started with also waiting for sex that's something that you think is uh well that's something that you disagree with you think in the well i guess all modern culture kind of disagrees with that because we, we've become so casual with sex um i i'm completely i'll say this before i even start i'm completely like if you whatever you do is whatever you do i'm not telling you to do anything different but i think there is value in giving sex a certain value right because when you wait to have sex with someone you don't just jump the gun straight away you don't treat it casually you treat it like it means something um so i think it's a good idea to to hold sex off unless you just feel so charmed and out your wits so charmed and out your wits that you can't hold yourself. Maybe you have chemistry up fucking wise you with someone. Just, you don't want to do it. And that's fine too. But I, I think the, the the first rule or the um it should be 
I'm gonna I'm gonna wait unless something exceptional happens, and that's what I would teach my daughter, and that's what I would tell my sister. I wouldn't want her to be to be gonko ready to have sex on the first day every single time. And I think uh, men, generally speaking, I'm. I'm, I'm talking for men now, fuck it. Generally speaking, I think that men appreciate a woman who doesn't um, run or sleep around very much. I just think that's the case. Would you say that's the case? I would say that because I'm, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to lie and say there's not that thought in men's heads because they look at women as like, Oh, like, if you'll fuck anything that's moving, like, I don't know if I can, like, see a future with you. But, yeah, that's, but, that's an exaggeration. Maybe just a more promiscuous woman. Do you think that's in but, some ways? But, but then that's what we get complicated because then at that point it's like, what is promiscuous? And then on top of that. Yeah, that's true. Is, is what is like. What is like the difference between <laughs> promiscuous and just doing what you want and whatnot? Because there there could be a woman out there who obviously doesn't fuck anything that moves, but let's say she like has no problem having sex on the first date if she feels the vibe is right, if the energy is right, X Y Z. Like if a, let's say there's a woman out there who went on four dates in a month and okay. each of those dates she really felt that vibe and stuff with them like man like i like this person's energy i really like them like you know like and each of those uh, first dates they slept together yeah and each of those and let's say each of those first dates they slept together okay, like, i'm gonna say for me that's promiscuous go ahead okay so for me i'm gonna say that it's not promiscuous. I'm going to say that it's just simply like her knowing what she wants and knowing the type of partners that she wants to explore. That well, she obviously sexual. doesn't because she had, she ditched the first guy and went to the second guy and then the third guy and then the fourth guy. No, no, no. But who, but who said, but, but who, but who gave her limits upon like, Oh, you can't feel multiple people at one time. Who? No one. Who, that's what I'm saying. No one gave her those limits, so it's like, okay, so yeah, so she won't. Yes, yes, yeah, she. That yes. means you can meet four guys in a month, and you you would want to bang them. So what's gonna happen when we start to have a relationship? You're still just talking to other guys and being like, I'm feeling the vibe. I think I might just bang him. Well, if you're in a relationship, depending upon that conversation, obviously, off. yeah. Why would why, why not? Why not? Why not? I've seen it happen. So many different times. I mean, maybe it's possible, but that's not how we. That's not how we. Um, that's not how we logically sort through things. You can't go to a job interview and they and they're like, "Okay, where's your experience?" And you're like, ah, "I don't have any fucking experience." But when I start working for you guys, I'm gonna turn it on. No, we need we need some sort of proof of concept. Relationships aren't just to have them. It's you 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 wanting to build what well, when I do I want to build something serious and I don't want to build something serious with with someone that's probably going to be flip floppy because they they do you know they're they're promiscuous exactly but that's what I'm saying though like once you enter into a relationship that is a conscious commitment to that person 
that doesn't mean that the things you did beforehand, you was just like out here, like I said, fucking anything moving. Like you could feel all those four people and that fourth person or a fifth person afterwards, whatever. Like they just did like whatever showed whatever behavior to where it's like, you know what? This is exactly the like the most thing I'm looking for. This is exactly like the thing that makes me want to be in a relationship. The other people made me, they okay. they had my attention. They had my, uh, oh, I should say the other people had my curiosity, but this fourth person has my attention. Like this, the person I want Eight. to give most of my attention okay. to this, that, and the other. Well, my problem with that then is that those other people that had your curiosity, did you have to give them your pum pum as well? And that and but that's what I'm saying though. Maybe you should be a little bit more sacred with your pum pum and only give it to someone who has your attention for real. And that's what I'm saying though. Number one, who are you to tell a woman I'm not telling her nothing. I'm saying that's a red flag for me. You do you, but I'm not gonna date you. Right, but this is what I'm saying though, like it could be literally the perfect woman for you and because not she's because she and, be, sex, and because and because like she and because she's sexually and because she's sexually like liberated or free to where it's like oh i don't have to fucking damn near be in a relationship with you in order to like no, enjoy in, in order to enjoy your That's company and having sex at the same time That's one on one date that's saying I can just go on one date with a guy, sleep with him, and then realize I don't really like him and go on, go on another date next week and sleep with him too. And do that four times in four weeks back to back. That's not not having to be damn near in a relationship. That's literally making eye contact. You know what? I might fuck you tonight. I don't need my no, girl to be like that. No, that's not. There's you a can't difference. just turn off those sensations. And it's fine if you have the... Like if, if you're that sexually um, proactive or active, I guess, um, that's fine. You're just probably not very compatible with me. You're probably compatible with another guy. Nah, but, well, I guess, yeah, that's true for you. That's true for you, but at the same time, you don't think that's fine because you think that woman is promiscuous. So don't say that's fine. Yeah. No, but it's fine if she's promiscuous. Like, if, if she, promiscuity doesn't have to be an evil thing. But it's not something that I would teach to my kids. You know what I mean? I would teach to my kids. Obviously, I'm not telling my daughter, oh, yeah, go out and fuck. Like I said, go out and fuck everything moving. Like, you feel horny, go out and fuck. No, I'm going to teach my kids or my daughter, son, uh-huh. whatever. Like, I'm going to teach them, hey, don't think sex isn't, like, or don't think sex is a small thing. Sex is a big thing, but don't think that it's the end all be all like sex oh you know what i got a good question for you mate okay okay so in the last five years how many girls have you taken seriously in the last five years how many women have you taken seriously um five five different women yeah Okay. Um, roughly, in the last five years, how many women have you not taken very seriously? 
He can say a lot more. He... I'm about to say, like, I mean... <laughs> a lot. Just a lot. A lot yeah, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay, so tell me about the five women. Uh, and I'm curious to know if this is if my hypothesis, how it's true. But the five women that you've taken seriously, have they been promiscuous in the, in the fashion that you described? the type of woman that might just have sex with four different guys in one month on the first date. Or let's just say two different guys in one month on the first date. How many of them are like that? And the five different women. Um, Honestly speaking, they would would testify to that as well. Yeah, we don't cap on Charlie's podcast. No capping on Charlie's podcast. This is a safe space. Um... (laughs) I'm going to say three. 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 For real? Yeah, dead ass. They would potentially sleep with two guys in one month on the first day each. Three of those girls, we missed around the like first like time we chilled at like my house or something like that or at their like house or whatever like. We messed around, whether it was full sex, whether it was just oral or whatever. Okay. You, because, I mean, I've I've um, had some fast movers too, but you can kind of tell when they're messing around with you because you have really good chemistry versus because you're just a guy and you flow well. That's what... Maybe that's our miscommunication. That's what I'm saying. Like, those people who did that and... With also, solid chemistry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, a yeah, woman a woman, a woman, can have solid chemistry with anybody. Not just a woman, actually. Mm-hmm. Anybody can have good chemistry with multiple people. Sure. I just don't think solid chemistry is as easy as four times in a month women and if it was if it was the case that you uh, build solid chemistry with with you know a guy in whichever month it's unlikely that you're gonna just throw him away and get another guy to have solid chemistry chemistry with again the next week do you know what I mean you know what I feel I feel like I feel like you put pussy on a pedestal okay go ahead complete your point Meaning, like, I think that you think about, like, pussy and getting pussy as, like, just this, not sacred, but, like, almost like this, I mean, it is sacred, don't get me wrong, but almost like this, oh, yeah, like, if you have sex with somebody, like, that's, like, some next level type of shit like it's nah that's more than just sex for pleasure or enjoyment and stuff and all that that's like nah I gotta be like potential girlfriend potential wife type of shit this that and the other and all that and it's like and then the but but at the same time like I said the opposite isn't thought of like I said I think you put a pussy on a pedestal and it's like okay like dudes or men out here like 
catching bodies. Like, they just knocking them down and whatnot and stuff. Like, yeah. You know, so, obviously, it's like, and there are women out here doing the same as that. Maybe you haven't ran into them and stuff, but I know women who, you know, they just as much as dudes as far as how much they love sex and their partners and stuff and all that. Like, I feel like that's a traditional thing in itself, that, that way of thinking as far yeah. as, like, 100%. women don't like sex as much as men or women ain't out here wanting to have no, sex. It's, it's not necessarily the women don't want or like sex as much as men. There's two things that I think are going on in the traditional way of thinking. <clears throat> One thing is simple evolution. Um, men are, at least this is the way I believe it to be, men are kind of evolved to spread their seed as much as possible. So we don't have as much standards, I don't believe, when it comes to who we can have sex with. It's a lot easier for us to have sex with the girl that's kind of cute from McDonald's. But women are sort of holding sex <clears throat> or looking to have sex with a, with an impressive guy. And I think evolution has kind of sorted it out that way so that we can continue as a species because that's what all species are about, um, reproduction. But also so that the better genes are passed on. So the men are continuing to look for people to pass on their genes to, but then women are kind of the the gate protectors and they're making sure that only impressive guys get in. But what you're seeing, like, <clears throat> or how that sort of um, manifests in the landscape that we live in is that, yeah, men, we don't really typically or maybe as a generalization our standards are a little bit lower in terms of who we can have sex with in fact we can have sex with people who we know there is zero future with whatsoever and i think that's more pervasive i understand that in with the modern day women somehow they're sort of sorting that out with themselves and they're they're finding a place for that sort of sexual impulse i don't know how women about this but it seems like women attach more just generally speaking attach more emotion to sex but people they're willing to have sex with even if it's short term will probably have certain characteristics that, that they would look for in a long-term partner but with men we can sleep with someone we know we will never do anything else with and we will, we will keep sleep with them just for the fun of it right and i think that's just more more so inside men more than it is in, in women um, and the the other thing is just I mean, it's it's a uh, it's just a value. I think uh, it, it's better for all of us to to treat sex with more respect and to value it more, <clears throat> um, so we don't wind up in situations like. I mean, no offense, but I don't want to be in a situation where I have a kid outside wedlock or out with a person I don't want to spend the rest of my life with because that's tricky. You know, I'm sure you can confirm that that's yes. that can, yes. that I can totally agree. In case you guys didn't know, I do have a son, um, nine-year-old son, who I have had out of wedlock and whatnot. And no, me and the mother of my child are not together and whatnot. So I can understand his point of view upon that, of course. Right. I think it's... Brilliant kid. Not, not the greatest of Call of Duty. But oh my god! I have to take it. Why did you have to throw that in there? That's what happens. You have to take some kids to school. 
So you apparently, according no, apparently, apparently, according to David, if you have a kid while you're married and whatnot, he may be better at Call of Duty. Uh, that's not what I said, but we can think, we can table that and talk about that later because maybe, maybe there's a point to be made there. Hold on. Okay, hold on, David. Hold it's on, David. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. So, I gotta pee, and then like I'm gonna also call another guest, like branching off of this subject and whatnot. So, but appreciate you, bro. Appreciate your thoughts and everything and whatnot, and we'll be in touch. All right. Okay. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. I gotta take a little piss. I ain't even gonna hold you. All right, what's popping, y'all? We are back. About to call another guest real quick to piggyback off of some of what David said. So, yeah, we out here. Let's see. I have to get my drink and my snack, y'all. Hello. What's popping? You are live and direct upon Charming Charlie's podcast. How you doing? I'm fabulous. Great to hear. I'm good. I'm good. In case y'all didn't know, this is Chanel. Chanel, welcome to Charming Charlie's Podcast. We're just kind of winging this shit right now, but we're going to work with it. We're going to work with it. So, <laughs> okay. My last guest was my friend David, and we were talking about, just in general, um dating and sex and traditional values versus modern values and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to start off just diving into it real quick. Um, well, first, let me not dive into it too much. Um, first, let people know what do you do. Um, your name is Chanel, so we know your name. And where can they find you on social media? Um, I'm on... Instagram. My name is Senorita on the Rocks. Um, on Snapchat, Senorita Baby ninety six. Um, I work in the health field. Gotcha. gotcha. And yeah. All right, all right, y'all. She works in the health field. If you need somebody to give you a sponge bath, or (laughs) if you, more specifically, if you need some babies, you know. You got her. You got her for the babies. But so we was talking, like I said, with David about dating in general, and more specifically about expectations in dating. And he was more of a traditional point of view, and I was more of a modern point of view. Um. So I'll just ask you, a woman. What? Well, first I'll ask, what is the first thing that you notice about a guy when he approaches you? Or even if he doesn't approach you, if, if you like just see him and whatnot, what's the first thing you notice? Mm, what's the first thing I notice? His outfit. His outfit. And his smile. Okay. What about his outfit? Is it the shirt? Is it the pants? The shoes? The whole outfit. Does, does it go together? Does it look nice? Do you look like you actually tried today. <laughs> got you, got you. 
And I'm assuming his teeth, because you said it's small, so teeth are important. Uh, I mean, guess or no. I mean, it's, you know, even if you got a crooked smile, if you're confident, that helps. All right. She said, even if you got a crooked smile. Meth heads are welcome. If your teeth not See, all now there. now you're doing too much. Now you're doing your, too much. I ain't say all this. If your teeth, <laughs> if you got a couple missing teeth, you are still welcome to slide uh, in the DMs. No, I still welcome. You got missing teeth. She don't. said, as long as the <laughs> smile is decent. I said a crooked smile. I didn't say a picket fence. <laughs> don't play me. If the smile is decent, meth heads are welcome. Boom. You heard it just so. <laughs> nah, but, um, so. Like I said, we was talking to David and. How do you feel about dating in today's society? Dating in today's society. Don't mind me, y'all. I'm just being a fat ass. Uh, being that I just got back onto the dating scene, um, it's a little scary. It's a lot going on. It's a lot of trifling people out here, males and females. Okay. Um, um, what makes you say that? Are you dating males and females? Um, not necessarily, but I have had females try and talk to me, but then their girlfriend be calling them while they trying to talk to me. <laughs> okay, so you're strictly heterosexual. Yes, I am. Okay, so strictly straight. Um, so is that because you know you got to ask nowadays? So we get that for dating wise. Does that mean sex wise too? Like you won't ever like have a threesome with another girl? I won't eat her pussy, but she can eat mine. Got you, got you. So, she said, I'm heterosexual, but um, selfish bisexual. <laughs> got you. <laughs> exactly. I'm a selfish bisexual. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, exactly. she said, a mouth is a mouth, whether you got a dick or a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> a mouth is a mouth. <laughs> Okay. If you know how to use it, we can talk about it. <laughs> she said, it's not a strict no if you know what you do. <laughs> got you, got you. Okay, so when it comes to dating nowadays, to get more detail, um, yeah, well, me and David was talking about traditional versus modern values. How do you feel about um, a couple of things, including like the roles of a man, the roles of a woman in the household, um, and also on top of that, like sex on the first date, and also on top of that, like um, just how important is sex in the relationship? So those main three things. Okay, the first one about traditional roles. I just kind of think at this point in 2021, people need to, need to figure out what works best for them. If he can take care of all the bills and you don't mind taking care of everything at home, that's fine. But don't expect me to go to work and pay my half of the bills. And then when it comes to stuff at home, I'm still the only one doing anything. Cause that's not half and half. 
if you want us to go half and half, that means if I'm going to work, you're going to help us up at home too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, what was the other question? Um, sex on the first date. It is what it is, man. If the vibe is there, the vibe is there. Who cares? Got you, got you. I've had sex on the first date with some people. I've not had the first had sex on the first date. I've had I've not had sex at all with certain people. It just depends on the vibe. I'm in total agreement. That was David on some bullshit. I'm like, nah, fuck what you talking about, nigga. Like, <laughs> fuck what you talking about. If I'm feeling somebody, the energy right and everything. But what's the difference? What's the difference if I fuck you on the first date and know that the sex is not good and it's not compatible, then if I wait three months and waste three months of my life and then fuck you and then it's not good at all and I'm just like, nah, I can't fuck with dudes. What sense does that make? You feel me? I mean, you gotta test drive the car before you buy it. So. <laughs> yeah. So if the vibe is there, the vibe is there. If it ain't, it ain't. Yeah, and sex is very important into a relationship because if you're not sexually attracted to that person, you're going to wander. So on the scale of 1 to 10, how important is sex in a it's relationship? It's very important. It's very important. It's one like through a 10. 10. It's 1 through 10 for you. It's a 10. If the sex is whack, and there's... and it, uh, I'll say I'll say 8. I'll take it back. i say 8. Because you can, you can teach somebody how to do some things. It's all about the vibe and the energy. Yes. You can have whack sex, but the energy is great. Like, that person is willing and trying. Like, they want to. They just don't know how. That's one thing. Rather than, it's just not it. Like, you're not trying. It, it would be one thing for you to, you, you're turning, you know, like, you, you want to and we're attracted to each other and it's just not working out because one of us isn't as skilled rather than you don't even turn me on. Gotcha. So if you don't even turn me on, what's the point? What am I doing? Right. I agree with you. I agree. So in a relationship, let's say somebody was in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. How often is sex happening in a week? Okay. In a, in a seven day okay, week. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about this based off my last relationship. Okay. We've had times where we had sex multiple times a day, every day. There's times where we did it like a few times a week. But it was happening. It was happening. A lot. <laughs> Got you. So, on average, you would say what? It sounds like on average you would say five to six? Or, like, was it four or one? Let's say three to, three to six times a week. Three to six times a week. And this is including, like, more than just penetration. Like, let's say you're on your cycle or whatever, like... Oh. Okay, so let's go, like, let's go, like, three to eight. <laughs> three to eight. <laughs> three to nine. Let's go three to nine times a week. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Three to nine. We might have then. sex a few times in a day. Okay. Three to nine, meaning that... Yeah. Sex every other day, and even if you're on your cycle, you still, you know, like do whatever. And hey, there's 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 brothers out there who run red lights, you know. Who if you're on your cycle, that don't matter to them. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Why have a sword if you ain't willing to get it bloody? You know they. <laughs> you you that's ironic. I literally had a woman because I remember a woman. 
was like, I'm going to get a little bit personal with y'all on this podcast. I've never had, I've never had, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time, but I've never had purposeful sex with a woman on her period. And yeah, I've never done that. So I remember on, on, on their period and I remember I told a woman at one time, like, oh, nah, I don't really like, you know, have penetration sex with women on their period. And she was like, what? And she was like, you're not a real man until you fight in a bloody war. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Whoa there. I'm like, what? I be talking shit. I be talking big shit, but I just be playing. Uh, when I'm on my period, in my last relationship, we was together for three years. But I, when I was on my cycle, I mean, I either suck dick or we do anal. It is what it is. One of the two. Which is which is respected because it's like, hey, like, that's Mother Nature taking over at that time. It's like, there's nothing. I mean, to do don't with. get me wrong. There's been times where like I thought I was done or he thought I was done and. It ain't really work out that way, pero, and you know, that was, that's another story, but and that's why I, be I ain't waiting. been like, I'm bleeding, bleeding, let's have sex now, like, nah. And that's why I be waiting. I literally, I've had, you, I've had so many situations where women come to me, I got off it today, I got off it yesterday, da 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 it's like, oh, okay, like, we could talk about two more days then, like, cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> Been that done that didn't work out too well for me, ma'am. Um, <laughs> like been that done that to where oh you just got Ain't nobody off. Nobody tell you to get me back on my period. <laughs> been that done that type shit. Like yeah, like nah. Let's wait about two days after you off and stuff, and then you know we could do it all, baby. We can, I will deep sea dive. I will do everything under the sun okay see you. okay you talking about dc diving see i would pop i respectfully i wait about a week okay i, so I want to make sure everything is clean and clear okay okay that's real that's real because exactly yeah, no- i don't be in a rush for that okay. after my period Nobody, nobody wants to end up with a mouth full of blood or a mouth full of old blood or old whatever, you know. And yeah. Stuff. Nobody wants to. Like imagine what, like what if, what if? <laughs> nah, let me not. <laughs> yeah, <that's>... Never mind. <laughs> nobody... Another story for another day. Nobody wants to be down there smelling pennies and smelling, <laughs> smelling metal and shit, and like, damn, like. Do I smell quarters and shit? Like, what's, what the fuck? Do you want some clothes? Do you want some clothes? You got some clothes? I smell a lot of iron up in here. Like, what's going on? Like, nobody wants to be. In case y'all, I will hope y'all know if you listen to this podcast. Blood smells. It smell like metal. Blood smells like fucking metal. In case y'all did. There's iron and blood. If you smell if you smell iron or fucking metal, like eating pussy or just anything like, or yeah. Or if it suddenly gets super super wet, you should probably stop and turn the light on. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. That's why I like to fuck with the lights on. Like, well, I don't care. Like, hey, well, check, uh, I mean, I like to fuck with lights on or off. It don't matter to me, but. Well, no, I'm talking about, I mean, like, right after my period, I like the lights on. I'd be like, hey, hey can you check? <laughs> Make sure. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I fuck with that. I ain't I trying to make a big old <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. I, respect I just that. watch these sheets. Right. Hey. <laughs> It be no. Here's the thing though. It be girls. It be women dead ass out here. Like we can just put a towel down. Which, hey. I mean you, that's cool, but I mean I was about to say I mean that's cool or whatever. Like if you at that level with your woman and you want to put a towel down, you want to do all that type of stuff. Cool, whatever. All I'm saying is, I I've literally like had a woman like where I was in a relationship with her. And at that time, for reasons unknown, she wanted to sleep with no panties on, and she was on her what cycle. What you mean? I feel like that all the time. And okay. she was on her cycle. Oh. And so, and we was at my house, and I knew she was on her cycle, and I'm like, You, you said you was at your house? Yeah. Ooh, child. And so, and so I was like, um. Alright, I was like, you sure your cycle ain't gonna have you, like, you know, bleeding and stuff and all that? She was like, no, like, I'm gonna sleep on the towel, so we should be good. And I was like, oh, um. Bullshit. I was like, I don't, I don't Bullshit. know if that's gonna be, like, you know, straight. <laughs> I was like, you sure? I was like, you know your cycle better than me, but I was like, you sure? I don't know if that's cool enough. And she was like, no, 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 trust me, trust me, trust me. And keep in mind, this is a woman who I was, like, you know, like, in a relationship with and stuff, like, just trusting and stuff. She Obviously, she knew her cycle better than me and stuff, you know, love this woman. And next morning, she got up, go, like, take a shower, use the restroom, X, Y, Z, da, da, da. I get up right afterwards. I'm like you know, curious, because I'm like, I know she on a cycle, let me see something, pull the covers, pull the cover back, long behold, bled through the fucking towel, bled through that's, the fucking towel, onto, onto the fucking shit, yeah, much. and I'm like, she should have had a tampon, and a pad, and some drawers on, and, and I was, else on top of that to make sure got enough like did she go like, it's, to me it's like if you bled through a towel at nighttime, to me you when you're laying down, it shouldn't do that. So you like that, and you bled through a towel. Yeah, obviously like, that's that. That's gonna make me think you went to sleep with nothing on at all. You didn't have no tampon or nothing on. Yeah, obviously. Your, your flow was just heavy. I about to say, obviously she had a heavy flow that day. She had a heavy flow that day. Which, which, I mean, at the end of the day, like, like I said, at that time, that was my woman and stuff and all that. How long y'all have been together? At that time, we had been together for 
maybe like officially together maybe yeah. like a year like officially mm-hmm. together a year before that before it got official together maybe like a year and a half it would not y'all was together a year and a half and you didn't know nothing about her cycle i mean i knew about her cycle and whatnot so i just didn't know exactly like how heavy it was i ain't gonna lie and stuff like so but i mean at the end of the day men shouldn't don't get me wrong y'all and stuff like don't make a big deal out of because i mean that's that's a woman like you know majority to all women just are gonna go through that and stuff so it's like hey shit happens or whatever it's just it is i mean yes it happens but you you grown. You know how your cycle is. You know how heavy your your cycle is. You know how heavy you are per which day of the cycle you're on. Right, but at the end of the day, though, I ain't, I ain't even gonna hold you. I ain't even gonna lie. At the end of the day, like, like I said, shit happens, and you're like, oh, man, I really didn't think this was gonna happen and stuff, because that's what she was on. She was like, oh, man, I really didn't think. I was gonna bleed through my towel or this, that, and the other, da 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 da, and all that. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, and stuff, and all that. And I mean, I ain't even like, you know, make a big deal out of it. I was just like, man, see, I told you. And that's all I said, and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, yes, yeah, you know, it's whatever. Because at the end of the day, it is Mother Nature. It's not like it was something out the ordinary. Like, yeah, it so is. Like, a lot of people don't like me for saying this, but like, you know your cycle. True, true. But, 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 <laughs> but I will say, but I will say, like, different circumstances can happen and whatnot. Like, I mean, different women can have different effects based on different situations. Meaning, like, hey, let's say a woman is trying a new birth control, a woman is switching from the pill to like some type of like implant inside or whatever her or a shot or xyz and stuff different things can have different outcomes and situations and whatnot so you know sometimes shit happens like i said and as a man especially if that's your woman as a man come on now like don't your job isn't to embarrass your woman or anything like that and stuff or just make her feel like shit and stuff or an honest mistake. You just be like, oh, damn, like, you know. No, I'm not saying you got to do all of that. You yeah, you just, that. that's that's your woman. That's your significant other. So woman, you make them, you make them be like, oh, damn, you know, this happened, but it's okay, babe. Like, all right, it's as whatever. As a woman, I, I just wouldn't do nothing like that. Me personally. Me knowing I'm on my cycle, like, nah, I'm not about to sleep with no underwear on. Oh, let me sleep on a towel. Like, no, I'm not for the whole bleeding through the sheets. And I don't want to do all, I don't want to deal with all that. So me personally, I'm going to do what I need to do to prevent that. Especially if I'm at a nigga's house. Granted, yeah, you might be my boyfriend, but I'm still going to make sure my situation is situated gotcha gotcha and 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 i say this because there's some there actually not some there's a good amount of women who 
you know, they they feel differently. Like they and they don't care, and I think that's kind yeah, of weird. Like this, like, but there's but there's men and women out there in relationships to where it's like. Oh, a period ain't stopping nothing but a sentence to where it's like, oh, you're in your period, but put a towel down and put two towels, two towels down or whatever. Like, we still having sex and stuff. Like, there's couples out there who honestly, wholeheartedly, like, you know, don't give a fuck about that shit. They're like, hey, it's part of you. Hey, I- that's perfectly fine. That don't mean I want blood all over my mattress and shit. It's not, it has nothing, it's not even really about him. Like, I don't. I don't want blood all she over said, my sheets. I'm my not trying mattress. to look like there was a murder scene in my day. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't care whose house I'm at, whether it's mine or yours. I don't, I don't want to look at that. I don't want that. I don't want my bed, my mattress. I don't want my mattress looking like who, who knows what. Like, like not. No, I, I want my mattress to be clean. I want it to look clean. Right. I know we don't live in the old times of the Bible, but uh, I want that to be clean and out the way. I don't care whether I'm single or not. It needs to be clean and precise. Gotcha. Makes sense. Okay, so we are, um, you're my third guest. I called, by the way, Chanel. So, um. Third time for Chanel. (laughs) Charming Charlie. But anyway. Um, so we're gonna sign off for this first episode, just talking to people about different things, uh talking to Mackenzie about race and Black Lives Matter and like family to dating and that segueing into talking to David about dating and traditional values and like what is like sex as far as like the importance of it in a relationship all the way to talking to Chanel about sex on the first date and you know just sex um on the cycle and sex in general and whatnot like so yeah uh Got a lot more in store for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And we will be back with more content for you guys. More juicy content as well. And we don't cap. No capping, baby. On Charlie's podcast. On Charlie and Charlie's podcast. No cap. We want to bring you the real. Live and direct. Hope you guys have a good day. Happy Mother's Day once again. And I'll check you later. Bye.